Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. You know that song you hear every New Year's Eve, the one about not forgetting old acquaintances? Did you ever wonder about that phrase in the chorus, the one that's also in the title, for Auld Lang Syne? It's the most common song for most English-speaking people to sing on New Year's Eve, and it may be one of the top two most sung songs in the English language after only Happy Birthday. But to be honest, I've never known exactly what it means or where it comes from, and I'm guessing a lot of other people don't either. Or a lot of the other words in it, for that matter. In a survey from the UK in 2017, a third of respondents said that they were planning to sing it on New Year's, but only 3% knew the lyrics. So what does it mean? A good sub-question to this is, what language is it? It turns out that Auld Lang Syne is an old Scots-language folk song that may have never even been written down until the 1700s. Scots isn't just a dialect of English, but a distinct, if related, language, which is why it's fair that revelers who don't speak any Scots have some trouble with the lyrics. Some phrases and even whole verses commonly printed for English speakers are in Scots. The first written version may have been put down by Scottish printer James Watson in 1711, but the 1788 version by Scottish poet Robert Burns is the one that's gotten the most attention over the years, so the song is associated with him. A friend of his, the music publisher George Thompson, may have been the one who suggested the relatively modern melody that we're familiar with today, instead of the more traditional folk melody that it was originally transcribed with. Auld Lang Syne literally means old long since. More conversationally, you might say it means something like long, long ago or times gone by. So when we sing this song, we're saying, in essence, we'll drink a cup of kindness yet for times gone by. The song has been popularized by a number of musicians over the years, including Beethoven, who included an arrangement of it in his 12 Scottish folk songs from 1814. The Scottish may have started incorporating it into New Year's celebrations soon after Robert Burns published it, and it's also sung at other Scottish events, like Weddings and Burns Night, the holiday that celebrates the poet on the day of his birth, January 25th. They likely spread it throughout the British Isles and into the U.S. and Canada as they immigrated. But it perhaps became cemented with American New Year's Eve traditions when the Canadian big band music group Guy Lombardo and the Royal Canadians began playing it during their New Year's Eve concerts, starting in 1929. Their show was broadcast on North American radio and later television, all the way until 1976, earning Lombardo the nickname Mr. New Year's Eve, until his show was supplanted by Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. But Lombardo and his band played Auld Lang Syne every year for decades. And it's since been reinforced by other pieces of popular culture, like the 1989 film When Harry Met Sally. And apparently, in some parts of Japan, it's played in stores to signal that it's almost closing time. Today's episode was written by someone on the How Stuff Works editorial team, possibly Marshall Brain, um, and added to by me. And it was produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other new topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Listener.